What is going on, moms and dads? Welcome to episode 151 of the Fade You podcast. Today is Wednesday, September 28th, 2022, and we are here to preview NFL week four already. I don't know how that happened, but here we are in week four, starting tomorrow with Thursday game. My name is Matthew James, at MatthewJames78 on Twitter, and I'm joined on the pod by a bunch of dads tonight, and we should get Neil here in a little bit. So he'll be joining late, but I do have Chris Duke, Hazmat Suit 23 on Twitter. Uh, Chris, how are you spending your last day here on Earth? I have to stop uh, no booze 12 hours before surgery. So that's soon. So daddy's got his last little schwab for a while. And uh, just great. Glad I get to pod with the dads and see your beautiful faces before I get uh, one last time. Before I go go under and get blagged for an hour. Joe, imagine being the doctor that has to tell Chris Duke no alcohol. Uh, yeah, the doctor probably doesn't give a shit, but I doubt Chris does either. So, <laughs> Oh, man. He's at Joe underscore knows underscore 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 on Twitter. Dad, the orange Jameson. Uh, I love the hat. A uh, big fan of that one, and um, that's good yep. shit for people who haven't tried it yet. Yeah, Jameson Orange quality product. Definitely go give it a go, but not when Dennis is going six and zero. But did drink a shitload of it on Friday at uh, a wedding. I walked into the was part of the wedding party. Walked into the party holding a bottle of Jameson Orange, and then took a shot in front of the whole wedding part or the whole wedding. So it was pretty fun. Beautiful, well done. Kmart's joining us. Kmart's underscore angles on Twitter. Kmart five and zero last week. You guys are back. Uh, we're we're back for now uh, until we go one and four this week. So you know, trying to keep uh, keep the momentum. Happy I took out Niners for the Packers. You know, to get that five and zero because that would have just made me feel even worse on Sunday night. Is going four and one again and missing the five and zero because I'm a homer idiot. Is that not Exhibit A of why you don't bet? a homer don't bet with your heart well it's it's exactly what i said on this pod a week ago i got the niners initially at plus two and a half and the contest line was minus one and a half and i didn't know if i could play it but i just was like i don't second guess it and then saturday morning i called neil and i'm like hey i'm what do you think i'm taking niners out for pack he's like do it so end of day and the niners played just a, a beautiful game it's beautiful. Defensively the again, beautiful. Yeah. Offensively yep. again, just yeah. Shanahan outcoached by Hackett, just a classic, classic Sunday well, night game. Did did Garoppolo actually mouth your plays are shit? Like, didn't it look like that during the game? Like all your plays are shit. I don't I've know. Not seen that. Um, I, th- I thought he said he couldn't hear shit. He was talking okay. to himself. He played like shit. Okay. I just remember seeing that. And I'm like, what is, what's going on here? Well, that is the Jimmy Garoppolo experience for, for Niners fans who forgot what that was like. And uh, and now no one wants him this week. Everybody has sold him. So uh, more on that later. 
So, all right, contest recap. So we're three weeks in. Chris, you uh, you finished not too far out of first place for that first three week contest. Uh, I think there's a few assholes at fourteen and one, but you guys are you guys are within striking distance at twelve and three. That's a great start for you and the Merce. Nice work, Dad. Uh, I'm sitting at eleven and four. Joe, you and Jared nine and six. Is that correct? And then off the five and zero, Kmart and Neil are back at eight and seven. So, I mean, there's nothing more demoralizing than being like several games under five hundred, only three weeks in. So, hey, anything over fifty percent, just go. You can go on a run, get hot. So, okay, week four. By the way, make sure you're following on Twitter at Fade U Sports for those listening. Make sure you follow our YouTube channel as well. Give us likes on there. We're really trying to promote the video content. It's one thing to listen to this uh, this audio, but it's another thing entirely to just be able to see Joe's face when Chris says something ridiculous. And um, I mean, you you really can't get that experience anywhere else other than the YouTube. So check that out if you're looking for the video versions of the pod. But Dad's week four, the Westgate lines just came out uh, about an hour before we recorded, and I'm counting nine games at a field goal or less. So it is going to be a little bit tricky this week. We have a London game. Uh, we have some very popular teams in the primetime games. So let's see where the dads are looking in week four. Chris Duke, lead us off. Yeah, dads, um, there's a few lines that looks like, oh, I guess it did get hit. I was wondering. I know uh, wasn't Niners at two and a half or two, and now is it? It's opened at two and a half. Is it down a minus? Well, they they made it it's one, one and a half. Yeah, it's and yeah. it's one and a half on our book too. Yeah, there's a few of them that got shaded a little bit. Um, same with yep. I thought. Um, well, maybe the sharps hit it. So Washington is that they're down to a three. I don't know if I'm gonna. I can't get winced again. Um, I don't know. I don't know about you guys. I might just stick with the the winning recipe and go with. This line got hit too. I think it opened at seven or six and a half. It's down to five and a half. Dead number, right, Joe? Um, home dog, Texans, Chargers are dead. Uh, we're loving our AFC South teams this year. Go Colts last week. Go Jags. So we'll see if the the Texans can get it done here. Um, I think Herbert's still beat up. Hopefully they can just, you know, I can see the Chargers uh, – being up 10 or something like that, and then maybe giving up garbage, or it's just a close game. Texans, like you said, Matt, you mentioned it last week. There's a few of these teams that are kind of scummy, but scrappy, hoping they can be scrappy and cover that five and a half. Philly, it's kind of a square narrative, though. Everybody knows Herbert's dead. Slater's out. Fucking Bosa's out for half the season now. They're like, oh, fuck. Chargers are dead. Why are they laying five and a half on the road? Why don't we just take the home team? Even though they are a dog shit team, the Texans, but I don't know. It's befuddling to me for sure. Um, but I don't know if that's a square narrative or what. I hate taking the home dog, but yeah, it's tough. Looks like action is split, but the lines come down. So you got to, I guess, Joe, you could send us what the splits are, but it looks like, uh, I mean, obviously if the line comes down a point or two, typically early in the week, that's sharp money moving it, not the public hammering. So we'll see. But uh, 56% of the bets, 57% of the money on charger cock. Joe brings up an interesting idea. At what point do the injuries become 
a fadeable narrative, right? And, you know, the public likes to look at injuries at quarterback, wide receiver, running back, right? But what the public fails to look at is injuries on the offensive line, in the defensive line, in the secondary, uh, the lesser known players by people who literally just play fantasy football. So people should know that Rashawn Slater is one of the best tackles in the NFL, and he's going to miss the rest of the season. He tore his fucking bicep. Uh, J.C. Jackson, the Chargers free agent corner they picked up, has only played in one game, so they're beat up in the secondary. Uh, Joey Bosa, obviously, is a big name. Chargers beat up on the D-line. I mean, Joe brings up a good point. Everybody knows this, that the Chargers have all kinds of injuries all over the place. So at what point is that so out there that it becomes a, I don't know, maybe the number is factoring all of that in? It has to be. What do you guys think? The NFL, these are the sharpest lines in all sports. I mean, made by the books. So it's like... I don't know. It's it's hard to know which side would be right without you know the well. What's the public going to do? Would anybody guess? I think the public's more shaded towards taking the Texans because that's the narrative right now. Our fucking Chargers are dead, but you're betting on a team with no fucking wins, which also is a big problem. <laughs> Kmart, you got anything on this one? You lean in one way or another? No, no, just a complete pass. Uh, I have no idea what what's gonna be going on with the Chargers. Uh, Herbert, you know he's. he's <laughs> I forget what game that was Thursday night or whatever, but you know we were texting in the group and sure looked like you know fractured ribs. That seems like something that's gonna last all season if they don't rest him. So <sighs> he didn't look great last week, and I know the Jags defense looks you know new and improved and is is you know, doing very well right now, but how much was that, you know, at fault to Herbert and his injury? So you can overreact both ways, and I'm I'm, I'm just going to have to watch more of this Chargers team because I have no idea. I just hope it gets smellier. I want, the, I want that back up to, like, six and a half or go way down even more, and then I'll take Texans at three and a half. That would be hot. It's a good thing the Chargers have such a reliable team doctor that anytime like any kind of injection or uh, pain injection is needed that, you know, there's no, zero way that gets screwed up. So. Right. Asked uh, Tyrod that's, Taylor that's and his fucking punctured lung. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I will say this, that uh, Davis Mills has some pretty drastic home road splits early in his career. That offense was pretty lifeless in Denver. And they were okay in Chicago last week, but uh, he does play much better at home for whatever that's worth. I mean, I don't know if anybody's going to make the case that Houston has some kind of home field advantage, but it's a tricky one. Uh, good luck. I knew Chris, I knew you would be on it because it's five. And, and anytime it's five, Chris's dick gets hard. So, except for the Indianapolis Colts last week, just couldn't do it. Yeah. Fuck. Little little oversight there by I'm circed, I think. All right, I'm going to go next. Um, and I'm going to go a little bit off brand, and I'm going to make this pick based on square bets win two. Because sometimes in a contest, you have to be willing to do something that you personally might not normally do. I would have never 
laid the Bengals as a road fave last week, but my contest partners wanted it. They said, I think that's a sheep play. I think it's going to win. And they were right. And everybody who took the Baltimore Ravens was right. Shout out Kmart and Neil. You guys stuck with that. So this is square, uh, but I'm going to do it because fuck the quarterback on the other side. Uh, the Washington idiots gave up nine sacks last week. Nine at home. They're going to Dallas and they're going to play a defensive line that is among the league leaders in sacks. Washington the lost their leaders. The league leader. The league leader. So Washington's center got hurt a couple weeks ago and he's out for the year. And so they brought in their, their backup guard to play center. And now he's banged up missing practice today. So I don't think having offensive line issues is good when you're going to Dallas to play Lawrence and Parsons. Uh, the Washington's offensive line got pushed around week two in Detroit. Like I said, gave up nine sacks to Philly, a very good defensive front last week. And if I'll, I'll fade Carson Wentz and lay three points, like that guy sucks. And there's a chance now, I think we've seen a few weeks of football. Washington could be one of the five or six worst teams in the league. And you know what? Cooper Rush has proven over a few games now that he is at least competent. He is not turning the ball over. He'll be at home. I know we like division dogs, but as square as it sounds, give me the Cowboys to beat up Wentz. You know there's a silly turnover in there somewhere. Some would say that Cooper Rush is outplaying Dak Prescott. If you listen to all the talking heads, shout out Skip fucking idiot Bayless. And I don't even care about that. I don't care if he's – if. Jerry's trying to create something or what. I just know the guy has not turned the ball over and he has made that offense move the ball. I mean, CeeDee Lamb had this uh, a ridiculous drop touchdown last week, so his stats could have been even better. And I'm very comfortable laying the three against Carson Wentz on the road. I mean, go take eight more sacks, Carson. Thank you. Yeah, you're looking for one of those, hey, is this free money? Maybe it is scenarios. I want to know what Chris thinks because Chris would never endorse this pick because Chris likes scum and disgusting teams. And I mean, everybody's going to be on Dallas. That was the one I told you. I saw it sitting at three and a half. And for it to be down to three, it's unbelievable if they're taking Washington money. Because, like you said, as someone who accidentally put the commanders in their picks last week, uh, somehow. (laughs) You and me both, yes. yeah, looking at the Wentz with fourth and 38 every other drive was uh, just fantastic. But I don't know, man. Yeah, this does uh, – it is fucking disgusting. I don't know what you have to hold your nose for more. The square fave or the, the, the fucking road dog because it's like, you know, like you, this could be like a fucking – the Colts Chiefs, right? Or somehow some bullshit happens like – Kelsey drops the touchdown, right? Like Lamb drops it again. Next thing you know, Washington wins by a field goal or loses by one and they cover. So, but, or they could win roll 27 10. It's the easiest fucking play, Matt. So uh, it's hard. Like you said, there's how many? Nine or 10 within a field goal. So it's like, you got to be sharp. Yeah. Yeah. The the line move on this one, I'm just looking at Westgate. I know it did get to three and a half at one point. And that was actually earlier today. They actually had three and a half minus 120. So they did move off that. They went to three even, and and now they've settled at three. So 
maybe there will be a little bit more. Maybe they'll go back to three and a half, and then some people that hate themselves are going to bet Washington and and knock that back down to three. So we'll see. Kyle, Neil, any anybody got anything on Dallas, Washington? You guys got thoughts on that one? I was right there with you with Dallas. Everything you said with that defensive line, it, it that was the bet for me, predicated on that front. Um, Cooper Rush gets enough done. Hate it for, for my season win total, but uh, I'll make it back, I guess, and just betting on the Cowboys because all they do is cover, no matter what. Yeah, it, it was one of those. It was a little scary because it just it, – right? isn't it a line that feels like it should be higher? Yeah, seems a little too good right? to be true. And it, it just makes me feel like you're missing I'm, – I'm missing something on that one. Well, it wasn't it three and a half true. two days ago? I think at one point this morning it was three and a half. Yeah, I saw three and a half when I was looking. I don't remember what day it was. And even even at that number, I didn't really care much. The majority of the money is on uh, the Washington idiots too. Like 80% of the I money. Mean, but like 20% I, I can't of find a reason. I can't <laughs> so, find a reason. Like someone explained to me what the, the case is for yeah, the idiots. Yeah, and then they, they brought the line down after 80% of the money is on them. So, yeah, maybe there's true line movement in there. I don't know. So, yeah, that's a that's a it's a that's a funny one. If it it's gonna make your contest, Matt. I mean, I I'd be okay with it. I think this is gonna be a tough <laughs> week. So, that, you know, sometimes you got to put a square one in there and just hope that it's right. Hundred percent, hundred percent. So, okay, Joe, you're next at nine and six. Where are you guys looking? Um, okay, so this one, Jared and I both agreed on. We sent like our top three, and I it just makes absolutely no sense to me. On Sunday, Arizona minus two and a half. On on last Sunday, they're sitting right now, Arizona plus one, and all the bets, all the money are on Arizona. Yet that line moves that way, makes absolutely no sense. But that's not even the biggest reason why we're betting it. The biggest reason why we're, we're betting it, Panthers coach. That idiot, Matt Rule, as an NFL favorite, three and ten ATS. And also straight up in those games, three and ten. So he fucking can't win as a favorite. And it just the the line movement confused the living shit out of me. And then also look at Cl- Cliff Kingsbury, 19, 9 and 2 as a dog. ATS. Screams Arizona. Again, might be square. I don't know. It just doesn't make any fucking sense to me. Maybe this is one, again, Vegas is saying, hey, look, here's free money on an underdog here. But for me, the wrong team's favored. We'll see what happens. But it's going to be an Arizona play and on the money line on our personal accounts too, for sure. I was going to say, neither of these teams can win as a favorite. As a matter of fact, Arizona much better as a dog than a favorite. Now, it's only one. I mean, it's essentially a pick em, but... And um, this is this is probably our last opportunity to bet on Matt Rule and Baker Mayfield as a favorite in the NFL. The uh, what are the Panthers' next three games? They got Niners, Rams, Bucks. So they're gonna be one and six. They're not gonna be favored against anybody probably the rest of the season. So there's a last chance to bet on as or bet against them as a favorite is what I should have said. But yeah, that's that's the play right there. Arizona plus one and a half or plus one in the, in the contest. I think they made it. Yeah, the look ahead on this was Cardinals minus three. Yeah. It makes, like I said, on Monday or Sunday night or Sunday morning, it was minus two and a half Cardinals. Yet, and now it's plus one and a half, plus one. It's probably because AJ Green's weird. out. 
Yeah. <laughs> right. I, I do this. It, I haven't seen a line move like this with this kind of like split in a while. It's it's so weird. And then eighty percent of the money, eighty percent of the bets on the Cardinals. Like what? What the fuck's going on here? Feels like a pretty low volume game for the books. Would be my guess. Um, I mean, two teams that people don't really want a part of. Arizona again, kind of got handled pretty easily last week. I know they what did they lose by eight in the in the final score, but they were kind of dominated in that game. And Carolina off a win. I mean, they probably celebrated like crazy. Maybe they pull a Jets, go back home, and just or stay at home and lay a total egg. Anybody else got something on this one? I know Christian McCaffrey missed practice today, so shocker. Keep an eye on that. Yeah, right. Oh yeah, uh, Kmart. What do you maybe? got? Neil, you you like this, don't you? You're on mute. You're muted, Neil. Sorry. Thanks, Chris, for hopping in there. Um, Yeah, I that was one, and I'm surprised to hear Joe say like the the money and the bets because I sort of liked it because I thought to myself, who's walking up to a window to to hammer Arizona? right now and like you don't even have to lay a field goal to take carolina like all this negative i mean they might be like like thank goodness the raiders exist for arizona because there may not be a, a team that people like to talk shit about more than the than the arizona cardinals right now just with everything but um i that's why i liked it for that reason was like who's no one's walking i would be surprised if people are just gonna walk up and start hammering you know cardinals in this in this spot but like i said Matt, low this is the game, one of those games this weekend that is not going to attract a, a whole lot of attention. But I, I do like the Cardinals in this one. Yeah, and Baker Mayfield as a favorite, 11, 20, 11 and 22 ATS. So awful. I mean, what the fuck? <laughs> it makes Dude. no sense. It makes absolutely no sense. So I'll just two shitty teams. What do we do? We take the points. Baker Mayfield in general, I think it's after his rookie year is, is just horrendous against the spread. You put Matt Rule and Baker Mayfield together on the same sideline, and that's just a, a clown show waiting to happen. But they're off a win, so you know they got something right. Okay, Kmart Neal, eight and seven off the five and zero, oh, back over five hundred. You guys desperately needed that. You always have to be careful after a 5-0 and week. You don't want to piss. So where are you guys looking? I don't know who wants to give the pick. Neil, you go first. Uh, all right. So I'm going to talk about I – mean, we've kind of been going back and forth, and it kind of concerned me just the way it was going. But the fact that the Detroit Lions are now only laying four points at home against the Seattle Seahawks – almost concerned me like it's one of those like you know we talked about last week and chris said that he you know you love it when you're not you know taking a dog and you're not even getting the full like i this would have been i like detroit but i would have loved detroit minus six and a half the fact that it's four makes me think that i'm missing something um because it feels like one of those that should be higher like seattle is is scum and Detroit's three and O ATS. I think one of the four teams that are who are three and O ATS so far this season. Um, but just playing good football, and they got a few injuries that they're dealing with. But I, I'm if this was six and a half, I would have hammered Detroit minus six and a half at four. Now that it's come down, like it's come down, it started 
at six and a half and it's coming down. It's it actually makes me concerned that I'm missing something because I can't imagine who's out there, you know, hammering Seahawks on the road, even though Chris is waving his hand. I don't know the stats. Chris might have it. Gino covers like a madman. Everything, especially yeah. as a dog. Yeah, which especially is probably as a dog, a dog every fucking start. All the Except time, in right? San Francisco. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that was true. the one they didn't. But that was a terrible spot for them. I mean, yeah, Chris, you're you're the you're the the sewage person. Like, Why is this how, line only four? Yeah, how can you back Seattle only getting four points against a Detroit Lion team? I mean, the only thing I could say is, I mean, look at Falcons and. Uh, Seahawks last week, they couldn't stop each other, and it ends up being what? I think it lands on four. So, I mean, when these two teams that don't really play much defense, Gino, I mean, they look great moving the ball. He's hitting guys, Metcalf, all using um, all his guys, and uh, they're a, a play away. Riley and I were fucking sweating that because uh, they're a drive away from beating the Falcons. So, I, I don't know. All I can say is, I don't Neil, you and I kind of like the spot for the, um, the Vikings last week. Sure enough, that line gets hit, boom. Sure enough, they barely squeak out a win. The Lions cover. I, I don't know. I think the public does is going to overreact a little bit about what they've seen with the Lions the first few weeks. It's the NFL. I mean, would we be shocked if the Seahawks go and sneak out a win? I, I certainly wouldn't. Detroit does have one of the worst defenses in football. I mean, so does Seattle. So I think I think it's the I think worst. Every I think Detroit it, it could be worst. the worst. And I look, know that, conversely, uh, like what Neil said, who the fuck wants to go lay points with the Lions right now? I feel like that's not very fun to do. <laughs> well, you haven't got a very, you haven't got many chances to do it, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, but that's, that's what fair. exactly to my point. Like, yeah. fuck, you want to lay over a field goal with this fucking team? With goof, Matt. With remember goof? when you asked Ralph Michaels like how often the team covers when they go from like a five or six point yeah. dog and then it flips to a four point that's a 10 point swing so yeah who did we that. who did we talk about that with between weeks one and two wasn't it kind of similar where it was a they were a huge it was the giants right it was the giants week one is a five and a half point dog all of a sudden they're what a two and a half point favorite week two now they ended up winning by a field goal and covering so i don't know uh, yeah, Seattle could move the ball against that Lions defense. And the Lions, you know, we talked earlier about injuries to skill position guys. Swift is probably, I don't think Swift is playing. They're saying they're going to hold him out through the bye. Yeah. And then uh, St. Brown, I think there's there's a some question there. So we'll see what happens with that. But yeah, it's, that's disgusting. Seattle only getting four. Kmar, where are you looking? Uh, man, probably the Donkeys plus three in Vegas, just kind of another, uh, it, it smells in the sense of, I don't think the Raiders should be laying three. So it's kind of like, what? But I love the donkeys defense. They're everything. I thought they'd be in a little bit more. And I th- just offensively at this point, I'll take the square take. They're fucking due. Like this offense is terrible although they somehow move the ball and then they don't score in the red zone apart from sunday night football but i th- i think the raiders are looking at an 0 and 4 start 
So I'm, I think I'm all in on the Denver Broncos and it's just really shitty that they keep falling into, you know, whether it's for or against them, you know, in my early season here. This is a tough one. On one hand, it is absolutely disgusting. How is an 0-3 team favored? Uh, this is from Ralph Michaels. I actually sent this to Chris today. Raiders are 0-3 as a favorite. Uh, 35 teams since 1989 have been winless in game four and a favorite of two or more. They are 32.4% ETS. Sounds like I got a winner. Maybe. Chris, uh, what kind of... How much do you have to hate yourself to lay three with a winless Raiders team? Yeah, it's weird. I think I saw a couple of sharps on them and then, but it looks like it's the public on them too. Are they just kind of betting on this regression thing? Are they, maybe they, they're still buying that the Broncos, they're just not loving what they've seen squeaking out there. I mean, the Broncos do have what the lowest points per game to start 14 per game to start yet. They're two and one. They could be three and oh, if they, uh, I guess they could be one and two also, but uh, yeah, I like Kmart. I mean, Kmart, like you said, Matt, your Ralph Michael stat kind of backs his uh, backs his up, uh, and it's kind of weird. It's a, and then boom, it's a road division dog. Um, hard to believe they're catching three. They made it three in the contest. It did. Yeah, me and Jared wow. both agreed on this one. This one's in our contest, but it's not. We're not betting on the fucking Broncos. We're betting on the Raiders. Sure. Taking the Raiders. Yeah, Raiders have covered four straight against uh, the Broncos, and I I love the uh, dude. I, you think I want to fucking lay three points with the zero and three team? Fuck no. I'd rather I'd rather do I, <laughs> but I'm going to do what I don't want to do. And we both looked at it literally on Sunday. Text each other. I said we have to be on Raiders next week because they look like shit. They've blown three straight games. They're fucking due too, are they not? Yeah. And you know I don't know. I I. I I think there this could be one that actually goes. Well, what's the total? That's probably a good question there. Because if the total is low, that'd be a fun forty-five and a half. Okay, that's pretty. That's at. That's, well, that's hundred. That's exactly the average NFL total. But yeah. everybody's on the under. I'd rather fucking fire the yeah. over. So I'll just do the opposite of what everybody wants to do and and see what happens. But um, yeah, I, I think we. I told him this is me last time. We have to fucking do Raiders next week, and and we're doing it for sure. That was. The other one we uh, agreed on. Yeah, that's that's a tough game. Uh, it's now here on the flip side of that. Here's teams starting the season three and O ATS since two thousand three or forty percent in week four, and uh, our four teams. Neil, you mentioned one of them was the Lions. The other three are the Dolphins, who play Thursday night, the Falcons, who are down to only getting one and a half against those Browns. And then, Chris, you mentioned the Texans earlier. They are also 3-0 ATS to start the season. So 40% in week four for 3-0 ATS teams so far. Um, we're running a little long. Let's just quickly touch on the primetime games. This Dolphins narrative that their defense was on the field for 90 plays and they were on the field for over 40 minutes and their win over Buffalo is being recycled by everyone. Is there a chance this line is now too high and there's value on the Dolphins at four? Uh, I don't really have a take, dude. It's kind of – I I love that narrative. I'm not going to lie, but everybody – Colin Cowherd, fucking every other person. Everybody's first, on it. Yep. Everybody's on it. So, I mean, all the money's on this, on the fucking Bengals. 
I mean, people forget Joe Burrow is playing behind five cinder blocks. So um, <laughs> I don't fucking understand why it's four. I feel like it should be a little bit lower, but it's kind of a stay away. Um, probably let Den decide, but I mean, I'm more inclined to take Miami, I suppose, but it's a toss up. Anybody considering that for content? I was going to maybe do Cincy when it, while it was two and a half, but then when I saw it, our other, our other two guys really want us to put in the Dolphins, but I'm wow, I'm not really there. I I actually texted this other group chat these guys that kind of just got into betting. There's like four of them, and I texted them. I was like, hey, if you want a CLV trophy, fire the Bengals right now at two and a half, and yeah. look at that, it's at four now. So I fired it yeah. at two and a half. Just because I was like, whatever. I just I'm gonna have action on this game no matter what. But you know, we'll see what happens. So the 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 trend as that's what we do. So the trend was since 2015, teams coming off an outright win as a dog, and our dogs on Thursday night football, 0 and 12 straight up, one and eleven ATS. Holy wow. shit. If Thursday night football is on the road. That one's zero and eight. It's zero and eight straight up and zero and eight wow. ATS. Holy so fuck! Miami is backing into an zero and eight straight up zero wow. and eight ATS spot going into Cincinnati. That's crazy. And someone's due. Jeez. Now I know that the home, the Thursday night, it has been very good to home teams like historically since they started this. It just so that's not entirely surprising. The ATS is a little surprising because. Uh, you know the narrative is always there. Oh, short week traveling, all that stuff. So uh, let's let's talk quickly about Sunday night. Um, you know, Florida is getting rocked right now, and the Bucks are evacuating. I think they're talking about moving that game to Minnesota and playing it on a neutral site. I feel like there's a big narrative out there that this has completely disrupted Tampa Bay. These guys are trying to evacuate their families, and oh by the way, Tampa Bay has looked like shit for a couple weeks now, and. Uh, this feels like the whole world is going to be on the Chiefs. The whole world is on the Chiefs. I'm, I'm on the Chiefs. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they, they, they haven't looked like – I mean, their defense looks solid. Just offensively, they are exactly what I think most of us talked about on our division preview. It's not surprising. Well, Chris, you, uh, you may get to take Brady in a, in a situation where no one wants him. How many times has that ever happened? Very rarely. Very but isn't rarely, yeah. Brady also shit when the sun goes down? Prime time. Hey, you got every narrative you want. Pick one. Yeah, they're all there. It's low-hanging fruit, right, Chris? Low-hanging. Bounce-back spot for the Chiefs, right? Come on. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Both. They made that line. They, inf- they, they, did they inflate it just a bit just because they – or deflate it a bit because it's going to be on the neutral, probably. Maybe. Uh, people like to to go that Brady primetime narrative. Uh, by the way, he's he's one and zero this season in primetime already, so you can do whatever you want with that narrative. Um, yeah, uh, that's going to be one where it's going to be everybody's on the Chiefs and it's primetime and. I don't know. I wonder if it'll be like last week, where I mean, everybody in the galaxy was on the Niners last week and. Saw what happened uh, Monday night. Speaking of the Niners, so everybody's on them Sunday night in Denver. They lose. 
they Jimmy G runs out of the end zone. He pulls the Orlovsky. And so now no one's going to want them because they're playing the Super Bowl champs and they're at home. And the contest made this one and a half. What has, how has this one moved? This one has gone money from on the Niners one, and a, too? one and a half to two and a half down to one. And so it's kind of ping ponged back and forth. And right now it has settled as a Wednesday at one and a half. Chris, what do you think? Your Rams against the Niners on Monday night. Niners all day, every day, no doubt. This one probably will be in the cock piece. Fade now, Kmart, I mean, people outside of San Francisco know Trent Williams is good, but I don't know if people know how good he is. Uh, how big a problem is this that he's out? Look at their last two drives on Sunday night mm-hmm. football. Yeah, <laughs> or maybe the old fucking game. Even when Trent Williams was in there, they were getting. Jimmy yeah, he, he hasn't been great this season, but I mean, he he is a better run blocker because of things he can do athletically. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's who knows. This is this is why they kept going after offensive linemen because they knew they needed depth. So. They they really have no running backs. It's it's just silly, you know. Are they going to run Debo into the ground where he you know has a leg injury? God forbid, because that's that's when their season is over. Mm-hmm. Is when Debo tears his ACL or breaks his ankle. It, yeah, yeah this, tough game. I like this one too. Um, this is this kind of fits that. I mean, Chris and I were drinking like two years ago, and we're like, we're Sunday night football. Niners Rams and we were like, hey, we're both on the Niners, hundred percent. It's gonna fucking cover. And guess what? The Niners won outright. Niners, the Niners have covered four of the last five. They didn't cover in the NFC Championship, but they got half point tickled. So take with that what you will. It is a Niners spot, but I don't know if we, it's gonna make the contest for us. Yeah, um, it is one where they they have performed really, really well against the Rams in the regular season. Everybody knows that. Obviously, they don't win the NFC Championship game, but uh, Niners is a favorite no one wants in primetime. I mean, the primetime games are going to be really interesting. There's a lot of people that are going to be betting Chiefs-Rams in primetime. Pick the better team. Pick the less injured team, right? So, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, Okay. I mean, there's lots of other really interesting games. I mean, we didn't even talk about Eagles-Jags. That one is uh, is really, really interesting with both of those two teams making a lot of people money through the first few weeks. Uh, Bills-Ravens, no one talked about that. So really interesting week four card. Can't wait to see what the dads come in on. And Chris, why don't you get us out of here with this? What happens sometimes when you bet on poop? You win 11-10 in the most disgusting Sunday night game. In the history of Sunday Night Fade You. Yeah, 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 yeah. Na, 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 na